When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest. Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome, everyone, to ChakraCon Part 2. Four through seven. Which is four through seven. (laughs) Now, we hope that you have already tuned into ChakraCon Part 1, which is... One through three. One through three. So we're not going to spend any time going through what is a chakra. And if you haven't listened, pause and go back and go listen to the previous episode because it will get you ready for this one. They are so connected. So <laughs> they're literally they're part of the literally, same system. <laughs> they're literally connected. I think that we should start diving in to the fourth chakra. Fourth chakra. Or chakra, I meant. Chakra, chakra, Sanskrit word, chakra. Any native Indian speaker would say I'm killing the word anyhow. So. <laughs> oh, good. So you're now wrong. <laughs> but I'm, I'm intentional. I, I like I, that. I'm intentionally trying to do this. <laughs> and, then it, and, and I will say, in the last episode, we started off talking about the heart chakra. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so we've already had a little bit of a primer on the yes. heart. But I think we should go back and talk more about it and go deeper into it because it is such a... They're all magnificent. Yeah, they are magnificent. But this one is like our bridge. And and the fun thing about this is that it's very clear where it's located. It's the heart chakra. It's right at your heart center, right? Right, right. (laughs) And so we have seven major chakras that we're talking about. And the heart chakra is the bridge between one through three, what are considered the lower 
chakras, not as in value. They're all very valuable. Just More physical body. Yeah, just a location. <laughs> they're below the heart. <laughs> so they're considered the lower ones that have to do with the earthliness of our journey. Um, obviously, the physical body, they all have to do with our physical body. But the fourth is the one that transitions us to the higher, literally physically higher than the heart centers, which are five through seven. And so this is the transition point, and it is um, it can be pink. It, it vibrates to the color pink or green, depending on the system that you choose or how you run your energy. Well, how I was taught yes, actually was that pink is our, let's call it lower heart. It's not literal, but in order for us humans to be able to divide things and understand them, we must put a line, draw a line in the sand. But let's call it the lower heart, and and that is my understanding is more about love for self is the pink part, and the green is more about our love for community, like our immediate community or our community at large could be United States, the world, something like that, but like our love for others. So there's like a – the way I understood it was to differentiate the love for self and the love for others is how our heart chakra can operate. Is that fair? I'm, Please tell me I'm wrong. No, no, no. no. I, I would never tell you. Yeah, you tell me I'm wrong all the time. That's <laughs> bullshit, Brenda. Come on. We have to be honest with everybody, I, including I, ourselves. We'll get to the yeah. fish shocker in a second. Okay, so – Yes, Julie sometimes is wrong <laughs> because her mantra is never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Correct. Correct. <laughs> All true. But Hashtag truth. In this um, situation, I would say that's a fine way to hold it. Um, and my experience in hands-on, uh, what I see come through the door, is really more people have a preference, uh, a habit of running either of those traditionally or you know, practically not both. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's my exp my personal experience. And it could just be, be when they come through the door, they have something going on with their body or with their life that they want addressed, so they're more focused on themselves. I don't know. <laughs> Is it interesting? So I wonder, can you tell based on what color you're attracted to? So, like, my lovely wife, pink is her signature color. She's a ginger, though. <laughs> I mean, pink is her signature color, and she loves the pink. And then I know people that are really attracted to green. So does that say anything, or is this me horseshitting? It doesn't mean that that necessarily correlates to how they're running to their any heart of that. Okay. energy. Yeah, no, but there are definitely people who have those preferences. Yes, there are. <laughs> so um, the heart, as you imagine, right, because it's the organs in that area, the thiamus, the heart, the circulation, the lungs, um, the immune system also here, because right under the clavicle, right, we have all kinds of immune-boosting elements in the lymph system. So these are areas that are very vulnerable when we are in tight situations or in relationships or just feeling vulnerable at work or at home or in, in the world. Like I don't feel strong. I don't feel supported. You know, the heart really wants to be connected, that it longs to have that deep connection. And so these are situations that can weaken the system or shut it down. Um, and it doesn't have to be personal. There, you know, it, it can be something on the other side of the world. It can be a big movement, a community thing. It can be the world. Right? Anything <laughs> that's associated with love, right? Anything that you feel connected to, right? And let's re and and ladies, I want to remind you when we talk about you know organs and parts of the body. This is where our breasts are involved. 
true. So let's not forget that because I, I do want to talk about that. But I, I want ladies to know like this is it's our heart. That is where they are connected unless you are 80 and they hang really low. <laughs> My mom used to say that she was a 32 long when she was older. <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag boob humor. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I got us again off track. It's the trains and the stations, right? That was your analogy yes. for one through three. So I just got us uh, detracted here. That's fine. And I believe you have a story you're going to share. I, well, I do. I, you know, I I learned so much in my trans crystal therapy training. One interesting thing that I I learned when we talk about you know different diseases, and I love when people say you know it's dis ease. I'm like, okay, that's fair. I get that you're you're not at ease, and so you're at disease, and and that's part of, you know how how they look at the world. But there was a story I did not experience this, but there was a story of a woman who came in for help, and she had um, water around the heart. What is that called? Pleurisy. No, no, that's heart. the lungs. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's great. So it's where they have water around the heart, and they brought this woman in for six hours. They worked with her, and the entire time she cried. And she went back in to go see her physician because she's, listen, people need to do both, right? If you, you need to work in the Western, you need to work in the healing arts. Yeah, what, and it's what, like, what speaks to you? What, what speaks to you? you? And ideally, if you can do both, that's fantastic, right? She went back in and he said, huh, you have no sign of having any water around the heart because she was able to cry it out. She got it. Literally, there was a literal translation for her. But when I started working in in this and being trained in it, I had a, an experience that I actually panicked. I was doing work on a woman because we would work – students work on each other, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but this is how you learn. <laughs> this is how you learn. And as I was <laughs> Talking scanning – Talking about vulnerability. <laughs> oh, my God. It was just – that part's torture. And I was, I was scanning uh, one of my co-students, and I pulled Patricia aside, and I said, there's something going on over here. And I'll tell you what it feels like. And it, it can't be it. And it scares the shit out of me. And she goes, well, what do you think? I said, it feels um, cancerous to me. And she needs to go see a doctor about this. So Patricia went over there, checked. And she actually had the talk with her, not me, because I was not. And also, I was MIA. I was in the ladies' room crying. Because I understood at that moment how big this was. And how important it was. And I wasn't just playing with rocks and waving wands and doing things. It's like, no, this is real. I felt her fear. I felt her pain. I felt all of those things. I also learned how to not do that anymore because that wasn't mine to feel. It's not helpful. <laughs> it's not helpful. But I learned about boundaries that day. And I learned the importance of it. So I eventually had a conversation with her. And what she had, there's been things she had been dealing with in her life. Um, that she was either had children that were really attached that she couldn't let go. And so a, a literal translation, sometimes when you're dealing, you know, with breast cancer, what I'll say in a very blunt way, which is somebody's hanging on your tit too hard, honey, like you need to put up some boundaries, right? So I've learned a lot about boundaries through, you know, working with other people. Multiple layers, yeah. Right. And then dealing with heartbreak. Like, so she was dealing with heartbreak. She was dealing with boundaries and about having people literally hanging on to her, relying on her too much. Um, draining her, draining her, right? Draining her. Yeah, and and again, just to review, like we're we're walking you through these systems that are very complex. This is just a very you know introductory, like pay attention. But it's 
to have information to run your life in a more vital way. Like if you have, like I can't, I feel like I can't breathe. Pay attention. Where am I not free to be me? Pay attention to what pain haven't I healed? Like, Or it, if I'm doing too much for others and nothing for myself. Right. I'll feel that drainedness. And so you have to pay attention. And it may take a couple times. You may want to, you know, get some advice, find, you know, seek someone that knows these systems to, to support you and to help interpret the, these messages your body's sending you. But pay attention. The body never lies. The body never lies. Like we will tell ourselves stories. We'll dismiss things. How many people do you know had back pain and dismissed it? Oh, I did this. It was too much. Like we make up stories and tell ourselves. I picked up a box. It was too heavy. Right. Like was it? Was it? Yeah. Was it really? Exactly. Are you sure that's the only reason why your back hurts? What was going on? Right. And and like a, a friend really like did that for six weeks and her back still hurt. Finally went to the doctor. She had cancer. Right. This is like you just don't pay attention in, 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 and give full credence to the information your body's giving you. And it's so vital. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Another one of my favorite Brenda-isms, because I have so many. <laughs> my favorite thing you do, actually, is you flick me on the forehead. You don't agree with me, but you're too far. You can't reach. So It's my, an energetic flick. <laughs> yeah, no, but, <laughs> but the physical flick can't happen right now, which is amazing. I, with the bigger the table, the more safe I am. But one of my favorite things that you always say, and you say this to women because I'm, I'm bringing this up to kind of enter into the next chakra to ladies, is don't put yourself last on the list. And I think that's a big thing with the heart chakra, right? It's like, yes, love others, but you it, love yourself and do things for yourself and do not put yourself last on the list. Because this is the thing. Like the, the analogy is always when you get on a plane, put your face mask on yourself if they present and then someone else. And women are taught from birth, do it the opposite. Right. And how good are you if for others if you're not taking care yeah, of yourself? You, you can't, right? You're not. You're passed out. <laughs> you're down for the count. You are and you're and then you become angry and all the thing or pathetic. That's which is my word. I hate that. <laughs> pathetic is just the most least attractive thing for me. Um, noted. Noted, right? Never be pathetic in front of me. I just I don't do well with it. But I think that can uh oh, did I just reveal something I didn't need to reveal on Did you confess already? I, I oh, confessing. I said fuck. Like I haven't said fuck yet. Um, confess all the time. So let's go to the fifth, because fifth I have to say is because I'm such a talker. <laughs> Another hashtag hadn't, duh. I hadn't noticed. Another duh. <laughs> Screw you, Brenda. <laughs> that truth speaker. I love I love the fish chakra. So why don't you give us an overview? And I actually won't speak for the moment. <laughs> okay. So the fifth chakra is the throat chakra. Again, named for its location. And remembering that it goes front and back of the body. It traditionally spins to a blue color. And it is the thyroid, the respiratory system, obviously all things of the mouth, throat, ears, and uh, strongly the vocal cords. <laughs> Very important. I think about it as this is obviously your communication center. It is the threshold from where your inner experience of the world, your thoughts, your feelings, your sensations get expressed and come to life in the world. Right, Everything is yours until you decide to speak it or share it. So this would also include writing, creating, things like that that happen in the world. Right, That is, gets expressed through the throat chakra even if you are, are painting with your hands or something. It's still the energy lies in the fifth chakra. So in this way, it is the space of integrity. And when most people think of the word integrity – they immediately think about, oh, you're lying. Like they think about the other thing, <laughs> but it's not, um, it can be that. But think of integrity as does your inside story match your outside story? Because when it doesn't, when we hold back, what happens is that throat chakra gets compromised, right? You've diminished the light in it a little bit. You've diminished its pulsation, its power, its energy that flows through it. You've taken some of that away when you hold back. And I'm not talking about, you know, to tell your 
your friend, you don't like her new shoes. I'm not talking about things like that. I'm talking about things that matter, like how you show up to your friends, how you show up uh, in how you do your work, how you address and, and do whatever work it is. And you the truth that you tell. The, right, the truth that you tell. Right, it's right. the truth that you tell. Or, and, or you don't tell. Or don't tell. Right, that all lives in the fifth chakra and where, where you get stuck. And they even will train, you know, there are lots of experts in the court system of how you testify and how you read body language. And they will all tell you, if, particularly if it's a man, not always, but um, if it's a man that's wearing a tie, uh, they will fuss with their tie when they are not telling the whole truth. For women, they'll play with a necklace or a scarf or whatever they have, or they'll clear their throat. <clears throat> you know, they'll get a little, like there's a little hiccup or they'll start coughing or something like that. And I'm not saying every time someone coughs or messes with a necklace that they're lying, but there are times where when, you, when you're being asked a direct question and something like that happens, just note, just note and go, is there more you want to say? What else should I know? And pay attention to yourself too. Yeah. Right? Oh, like yeah. if you find yourself clearing your throat a lot, if you find yourself coughing, if you find, and again, a little one here or there. Right, not not or every allergy single. season or whatever. Right, <laughs> exactly. You know, um, but to pay attention because you might need to address and check yourself because that's important, yeah. right? Check yourself on the stories that you're telling yourself versus the ones that you're telling the world, and and pay attention. Like people will regularly lose their voice. And I'm not talking like, oh, I went to a game and I screamed my lungs out or something. Like, I'm not talking about that. But you know people who are like, oh, yeah, I lost my voice again this weekend or I lost my voice again, you know, this week. You're like, that's so interesting. Isn't that like the third time this this quarter? <laughs> like, what's going on with you? You have to pay attention. Or have a lot of sore throats. Yeah, or a lot of sore throats. Sore throats. That's yeah. a big yeah. tell. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. You know, when I was being um, taught about the fifth chakra, I had homework, so I was given homework <laughs> to do. And I love a good assignment because I, I want to do it, and I want to do it right. I mean, that's why I love it. Um, I'm going to crush this. I'm going to crush it. And funny enough, I learn in the process of my obsession, total obsession. <laughs> Brenda calls me lots of names. She says I'm OCD. I'm obsessive. And she's, you say you're OCD. And I she's just right. No, back I to never you. said that. You told me I was. We can argue about it later. Okay. But it's actually true. <laughs> that will be a different episode. It will be, it'll be the Julie and Brenda arguing episode. <laughs> but in the assignment that we had, it was it's it's. I, I would encourage you all to to try this for a week and to see how you do, because your fifth chakra is not just your throat, your mouth. It's also your ears. And when you are speaking and if somebody interrupts you, the assignment was to let them finish, but then you picked up on where you left off. You did not let that change the direction where you were going because they were rude and interrupted you and they'll eventually figure it out. The other thing is to practice not interrupting people. Not easy for us. And Brenda and I are now having a standoff about who's going to talk next so we don't interrupt one another. That, that just happened here in the studio. But that is a big thing because one thing I learned, which I thought was so interesting, in Buddhism, when you have like, you know, Christianity, you have the Ten Commandments and thy shall not steal. Brenda's going, what the hell are you talking about? But in Buddhism, the idea is stealing is about stealing a moment, right? Like that is actually more important, more powerful than stealing someone's pen. 
And when you interrupt somebody, you are actually stealing something from them. So if you look at it from that perspective, it might help you to stop interrupting and to let them finish. I found the practice of writing myself notes to not interrupt. Britt and I interrupt each other more for fun here. But when we actually talk in real life, we really don't interrupt one another. It's a very respectful dialogue and conversation we have. Suzanne and I, we took the this the chakra class together and it made a big difference in how we started communicating. We were not interrupting one another. And that's a great practice is one, don't interrupt. And then the other is that if you are interrupted by someone, start where you left off. And so when I had these assignments, I would go in, I, the class was on a Saturday, I'd go into work on a Monday morning and I always had a team meeting and I would tell everybody for eight weeks, right, during these, during these courses, here's my homework, guys. <laughs> this is what we're doing. So this is what we're doing. So do you... It changed the dynamics, by the way, of my team. Oh, sure. We were not talking over one another. We yeah. were listening. It was, it, it, was, it was actually magic. Yeah, it's so, it's so honoring to do that. When you were at Fox and one of the first assignments I gave you, do you remember? I, know I don't remember in the first I, ones. I know there were many. <laughs> I was like, where do we begin, Brenda? <laughs> there were many. But one of them was to go to a meeting and not talk. <gasps> That's right. You told me to go and not sit. That was so weird. That was so hard. It was hard it was, and it was weird. It was hard. And how much did you learn? Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And I learned everything about others and, frankly, about myself. You know, because sometimes we'll talk because we are nervous or insecure or like I know a lovely young woman who doesn't shut the hell up because she's nervous. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. And just the stuff that comes out, I'm like, where that girl, put that back in. Put those words back <laughs> into the mouth. I do not know what they meant. And they were random. <laughs> yes. You know, so that happens too. So or that nervous system. A lot of times people will also talk. It's, it's for the opposite reason, right? I'm going to control this room. because, Correct. But it's still fearful because if I'm not talking, where's it going to go? I'm not going to be in control. So that, that's what we call sucking the air out of the room, right? Right. Correct. So, yeah. These are all so important. That's, yeah. I think the fifth chakra is, is the chakra that we can – truly practice with each other. And I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah. It's like it's one that we can talk about. <laughs> Get it? Ha ha. Chakra very humor. Very clever. Very clever. Chakra humor. But that we can talk about with someone else, right? And and we can set rules for one another about how we can communicate. And for the introverts, right? Because they're like, well, I don't really need that much airspace. I kind of bottom line it, right? You have to ask for space. Can you help me when I don't say enough? Can, can you ask more questions? Like, you're so kind and generous because I don't have my moon in Gemini. <laughs> so. Some of us have our moon in Gemini, and some of us also have fire signs as their sun sign and their rising sign. <laughs> so. Hashtag me. <laughs> and so you'll ask me questions, which is so generous, right? It's so generous because then it gives me space to jump in because I don't have to jump in. Like, I don't have that need. Yeah, no, you guys are actually – now you guys are getting a lot of truth from us today because <laughs> we're talking it's about the fish chakra. It's the fish chakra <laughs> it is, is that I'm an extrovert and I will talk to virtually anyone unless they're an asshole. Actually, I like to talk to assholes too because I get a kick out of them. But if you are someone who is like me in that way, be generous. You know, ask other people. Have them join in. It's not all about you, and especially if you're a Leo because you think it is, but it's not. (laughs) And bring other people in. And then if you are on the Brenda side of things, if you can muster the question and the the ask for help, it's like, help me. You know, ask the right people to help you, ones that you trust. And we can all 
live in a better world that way. Look, we just bettered the world. Just like that. World Fifth peace. Chakra. Fifth chakra. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go six. Six. Six chakra. This is also known as the third eye. So it's between the brows, just a little bit above, but right in there. Um, And it vibrates to a color of indigo traditionally. And it governs the pituitary, the eyes, sinuses, brain. This is a very, very big center for receiving psychic messages and inner guidance and intuition. 
and wisdom and magic and <laughs> all the, the really juicy stuff. This one to me is one of the most fun ones. It is one I of the love most to ones. play with this one. Yeah, it's a really big one. When people are thinking, they will literally close their eyes so that they can see more clearly. And this is when you are counting on the guidance from the sixth center or the third eye. Super, super powerful. Obviously, one of my favorite places to hang out. <laughs> oh, I love to hang out there, too. I'll, I'll actually um, – I started probably two, three years ago at work specifically. I would close my eyes when I spoke. Not all – I wouldn't say hello and close my eyes. But if I were <laughs> – I will. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> Don't look at me. Because um, if I can't see you, you can't see me. That's exactly right. Right. I know how you are. Miss Cloak of Invisibility. <laughs> I've been around you. That's another story. <laughs> that is. We'll get into cloaks sometime soon. But when I was tapping into something, because I, I worked in a world of creativity and strategy and new ideas all the time, that I started closing my eyes because I could I literally could see better closing my eyes. And I'll even do that today, depending upon what environment. And then I would have, I, I figured out, I need to tell people what I'm doing. Because I I could feel them look at me. I could see them with my eyes closed look at me weird and but it's okay because again if you can communicate with your fish shark you can tell hey here's what's happening I actually can visualize vision better if my eyes are closed just roll with me I know you're here yeah that's nice and that's generous to explain it to people I don't always <laughs> of course you don't you don't but, want them to see you but the funny thing that I do when I'm I would talked about doing spirit messages right those public sessions where I give messages from loved ones who've passed on and that is a place where obviously Obviously, I'm working very powerfully focused in the sixth chakra. And so my eyes are closed for much of that session. And there's so many times where I've been backing up, trying to move in and out of different vibrations, moving into different spirit. And and um, I will hit a wall because my eyes are closed. You'll literally hit a wall. I will literally, literally hit a wall. Literally hit a wall. <laughs> yes. So it is helpful if you can figure out how to keep your eyes open and still stay dialed in. So what happens, like what what triggers do we have to know that we're not? First of all, when this center is overstimulated, right, this is where you have trouble sleeping, right? And, and you get overwhelmed and you literally can't think straight. A lot of times this is where you will put your forehead in your the palm of your hands and, and put your head down and like, I got what? Like that is sixth chakra overload. And we do this instinctually because the prefrontal cortex of the brain has gone offline, right? It's when we're in fight, flight, and freeze. The uh, reptilian brain kicks in and and we can't think straight. And so like literally like, <laughs> like it is forehead slap. Come back online. Come back on. Think straight. Think straight. Like get your, get your shit together basically is what's happening in that moment. So that's one version that happens very, very quickly of when – this is when you, you know, pick up a bad text or something. What What is happening here? I cannot make sense of this sort of situation. So that's very much a situation like that. Also, uh, when you just – can't figure something out, like when you're, you're like, hey, wait, what? this doesn't look right. I can't imagine what's breaking down here. Like things just don't line up. You're, usually there's some interference on the line of the sixth chakra because it literally governs the brain in this way. You've even heard people that don't stutter start to stutter or words will end up in a different part of the sentence. You're like, or they'll start sentences in the middle and you're like, what are you talking about? Hey, what's going on with you? So I was a stutterer. <laughs> For different reasons. <laughs> I was a stutterer for different reasons, but I was a stutterer yes. in yes. grade school. Yeah. Um, but that was, you know, mean, evil stepfather. Yeah, that was trauma. That was trauma yes. with stuttering. Yes. But but my stutter – look, I just did it. But, but 
I've noticed as an adult that I can stutter very brief because I catch it really fast. And, and it's that, oop, got to get back online. Yeah, it's got to get back online. Got to get back online. And the only time I've ever stuttered was when I had a concussion. Interesting. Yeah, when I had a concussion. Huh. One of my three. One of your three. <laughs> the middle one. but um, Like a middle child. Yeah. <laughs> you stuttered. Yeah, my middle concussion stuttered. But it's, it's – and again, this is – it's when someone wouldn't normally stutter and that's when the sixth chakra is giving you right. warning. Or this is a time when it's hard to literally have dreams at night because this is your center of downloading information. So it's hard to have dreams. So that's when it shut down. That's when right? it shut down. Right, because the other ones were more when they're overactive and now we're going overstimulated, overactive, and now we're going into shut not down. in use. Shut down. Well, and shutdown really is uh, the stutter can end up in either, Got really. It. But um, so, and it's also hard to dream. Like in, in in your waking state, hey, what are you dreaming about? What are your goals? It's hard to have that when your sixth chakra is shut down because you're like, I, I don't really have great vision. I don't have inner vision. I don't have external vision. I just – I'm kind of in the present. Just kind, kind of just saying just in the kind physical of, world. Just, just kind of floating. Right. Just kind of floating. Right. Well, um, which another uh, – you know, what I've experienced with the sixth chakra is vision. So I wear glasses. Yes. I wear glasses because I'm farsighted. So I cannot see up close. And so spiritually, what that means to me, and which is absolutely true, is that I'm not present enough and I'm always looking into the future. I'm always looking into what could be, what should be versus what is. And that is... And what's possible. And what's possible. And so for me, I, I practice regularly... I literally practice regularly about staying in the moment. And one of the ways that I do that is I go and walk my dog, Sookie, every morning for an hour and a half. And I do not take devices with me. And I am there with her and paying attention to her. I'm looking at the trees and I'm smelling the smells and complaining about the the humidity. Um, But I'm in – because I have to – I have to do that to myself. Because it's my a, sixth and it is, is a so open. And anyone with children or pets has that same experience. They demand your presence, right? They demand your presence. You cannot get away with a lot. Well, and she's present all the time. Yeah. Yes. That she doesn't good. sit around and dream of, you know, when she gets old and retires. <laughs> pets are very present. She's already retired. And kids, I mean, like, little children will literally bring your, like, grab your face and turn it towards them. They're like, hey, I don't have words, but I know this ain't right. <laughs> right, exactly. Come, come back exactly. to me. Come back to me, right. So let's uh, – are we good to go on to the seventh? Seventh chakra. Yes. So this is the crown chakra because it literally sits on the top of your head. And it is a violet or some people say white, like a blue-white. You know, when white gets so white, it's blue, that kind of vibration. And it governs the pineal, the brain, and the nervous system. This is our gateway that ushers in our connection to the divine. So this is a very sacred space, very high frequency, high vibration. And it is why um, when we think about or when we feel that high vibration, like sometimes that's the ecstatic practices, right, where the Sufis spin and every religion has some sort of – Nobody knows what a Sufi is. That is not true. It is totally true. Tell them what a Sufi is. Dr. Oz is a Sufi. Everyone knows Dr. Oz. I did not know Dr. Oz was a Sufi. (laughs) Dr. Oz is a Sufi. Go look it up. 
<laughs> Somebody got a little pissy. <laughs> Sufis are the, the, Sufis are hard to define. Oh, okay. there we go. Look so it up. They're they're hard to define. Google, but they will often be categorized as the mystical part of Catholicism. There we go. Or Christianity in general. So that's. I've just insulted all my Sufi friends. But. <laughs> <laughs> You're Brenda's Sufi friend. Don't so, be mad. But everyone, everyone knows of the, the spinning Sufis, right? But every religion has the ecstatic part. I have some traditions. <laughs> She's just laughing at me. For a lot of churches, it's the music. I know people who don't know what a Sufi is. Okay. that's Because uh, I, I am a hillbilly. <laughs> and I hope a bunch of my people tune in. And so I they bet, need to know these so things. So if you are one of Julie's hillbilly friends, please let us hear from you so that you can tell her. I knew what a Sufi was. Oh, crap. <laughs> don't say that. Say that. Oh, don't say Bring that. It. All right. So the crown chakra is that, that sacred gateway. It is oftentimes um, – well, it's always how the spirit enters the body and oftentimes how it exits, but that's not the only way it can exit. So, so can we talk about what happens, because I kind of know an answer to it, but I want your answer because <laughs> your answer is always better than mine. Yours actually makes sense, is when it's closed, what happens to us when we don't acknowledge and when we don't, when we're not open and willing to have, I know, look at you. I mean, Brenda's melting down right now. Um, I'll tell you what happens, and I will tell you when I realized for myself, and I will talk about this till the end of my time, um, but I lost my mom to Alzheimer's. And when she started getting like really deep into the disease, I remember turning to Suzanne and saying, you know, the joke's on me. And she goes, what joke are you talking about? And I said, you know, I was so, because I was raised Episcopalian, I was so angry at just organized religion and church because they didn't like gay people that I just threw it all out. And I was at a time when I was so I was I listen, I was devastated for a decade. And then I was devastated for about five years after that decade. I was I have 15 years of devastation under my belt. And I remember saying, like, I I need to believe in something and something bigger than me because I can't take this right now. And that to me is what happens when it's shut down, because I will tell you mine was. I was angry and I was shut down. The thing is when we when it shut down. We are angry because we know it's not true. We know that we are never not connected to the divine. And so when we get pissy, we get angry, we're young, we're stupid, or we're just angry for all kinds of reasons, and we disconnect that or deny our truth, deny who we are, then you have to be angry. You have to be hurt. And the reason I had that strong reaction is, one, I had no idea what you were going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite moments. <laughs> literally, like my, t my, my eyes just teared up because what happens is that people in pain create pain. Mm -hmm. And when people don't know who they are or deny who they are, they cause pain in the world. And we're seeing it all over this country. And it's terrifying because we have to remember who we are so we can help other people remember who they are. We don't have to dictate who they are, but we have to help them remember you are a sacred child of the divine. Well, and you're supposed to be here. You're important. You matter. Mm -hmm. So if you're not getting what you need, let's work on some tools so you can get what you need. <laughs> and I will tell you that everything for me changed. Yeah. I became so fucking delightful. <laughs> <laughs> just pause on that one. Those two words don't belong together, but we just put them together. By we, I mean me. <laughs> I was going to say. 
And no, but I did. I became very delightful and became the person that people turned to because I found who I was or rediscovered who I was. Well, and the thing is, when you are going through suffering, it either brings out the best or the worst in you. Yeah. And just because it brings out the worst doesn't mean you can't get to the best. And just because it brings out the best doesn't mean you won't go through the worst. But it's choice. That was like a word problem from an SAT test. <laughs> I hope everybody listens to this and actually slows Please it down. Please rewind. I know there are people who like to actually fast forward podcast to about 1.5. I would encourage you to take this one down to 0.5 so you can actually hear what she just said. And it was an SAT word problem. My point is <laughs> we have to do better. Yeah. And we have just walked you through these seven centers because they are your guidance system. They can provide you symbols and experiences, whether it's tightness in the chest or a breakout in your skin or, you know, a twisted ankle. <laughs> These are information guideposts that can help you bring your life back into balance. It can help you bring healing to how you show up in the world, whole, fully charged, vital, vibrant. These are things we want for you, and we encourage you to pay attention Get some information. And this will not be the last time oh, that we talk about this is your introduction. Chakra Khan. This is the introduction. And for Hope those who it. don't know who Chakra Khan is, then this is an old people joke, the fact that we Call title Chakra Khan. Chakra Khan. <laughs> because that's who we are. Because we're old people sometimes. <laughs> Actually, old people all the time. But we're cool old people. Like. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Go balance your centers. <laughs> Have fun. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at OthersideGuides or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 